I feel like I'm more intelligent than I sound unedited. Oh, is that your ego talking? (laughs) (laughs) You're listening to a Rock Candy podcast. You have arrived at your destination. Well, well, uh, welcome to another one. <laughs> welcome to the Comic Creators Podcast. Uh, I'm the doc. There's a maestro over there. I'm over here. This is a special episode. It is. This it's is unlike this, anything you've ever heard before. This, <laughs> yeah, it's different. From us. It's very different. Yeah, from us. That's true. Uh, this is the first episode that we will have released that has some voice on it other than our voices yeah they say three's a crowd they do it was not the case this time we had a good conversation i like this fella this is matt langston from uh one of the flagship podcasts on one of the networks that we are on which is the rock candy uh podcast network uh he's the host of eleventy life matt and i share a similar type of uh, a past in uh our lifestyle choices in touring in uh bands yeah i talk about that like you never did that um it's like tears like i did less than either of you and then you did less than matt so there you go but we all have similar you know some similar experiences for sure it was a great conversation i felt like i had so much fun that i forgot that it was a podcast and I was just enjoying the conversation, which is always a good sign. So this week we're talking about uh, pop punk in general. Oh man, it's so near and dear to both of our hearts, to yeah. all three of our hearts, really. Mm-hmm. But all that to say, enjoy these episodes. Uh, definitely go subscribe and listen to Eleventy Life because yeah. it's a super cool podcast. A lot of really awesome guests on it. So yeah, I guess the last thing I would say is that this is a crossover um, episode. Yeah. So. We're airing it, and he should be airing it at the same time. He's a good boy. I give uh, I give uh, Eleven D Life and Matt Langston ten out of ten uh, unicorns. That's what I give him. Oh, maybe Eleven D out of ten. No, that's pretty good, I guess. <laughs> All right, do uh do we need to do uh in terms of getting started? Do we need to do claps? Hey, we Does already started. Sense? Oh, we already started? Yeah, we're starting. Oh my Dog. goodness. Oh man. It's that it's that nerd in it's it. that nerdish shit. Remember that? Where they would be talking and the guests yeah. would be like, When are you gonna start? Oh man, I'm Do we do we need I'm to cla- sync clap? Sync is that what you're saying? Yes, sync that's clap? what I was asking. I didn't know if that was a thing um, for you, Matt, or not. No, it's it's fine. If okay. you guys need it, I can no, I can no. sync clap with you if you're I'm all about getting an audience <laughs> clapping. I mean there's nothing to get the blood going like <laughs> <laughs> like a little bit of positive okay. affirmation from the crowd. <laughs> we should just start uh, opening all of our podcasts with applause for ourselves. Just you know, just a little affirmation. Yeah. Little, yeah. Oh yes, morning morning radio DJs <laughs> love doing that. Well, if we're already started, then I'm going to say thanks for having us, Matt. Thank you for having me. Yeah. I I feel I'm a huge fan of your show, and it always. Um, it always feels good whenever, you know, the, the handshake that you get back is firm, but not aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Whatever that means. <laughs> do you ever wonder, like, okay, so since we're talking about pop punk, I might sure. as well start to talk about my corporate handshake, right? Your something corporate handshake? Ooh. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> it's already started. Oh, God. That's brilliant. That's um, brilliant. I think I think I need to ease off a little bit. Like, oh, yeah. I think I'm I think I'm trying to like I think I'm projecting because like we we talked a little bit like right before we started recording. Yeah. Like y'all didn't hear it, but like yeah. you know Matt Matt and I and Will to an extent he was a quitter early yeah, I quit. on, mm-hmm. but we share a similar kind of background <laughs> with touring for a long time and then like trying to figure out who you were after like your band was over. Although he's still making music and. Maybe I should do that. Maybe I should. Oh it. God! I thought you were describing a handshake. <laughs> oh, we're getting there for the. Okay, okay, we're no, getting there. I'm <laughs> getting there. This is a buildup. Yeah, this is a build like, up. No, I'm ready. This I'm is, up for it. This is the derailure. This is the preamble. Talking about. This is the preamble yeah. right here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's who you are, right? And you're like, yes. Okay, well, I'm like wearing like tight jeans sure. and like my hair's flopped over my eye and yeah. like and like I'm playing guitar and I'm kind of strutting in a feminine way, but sure. it's cool, right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. so that's who you are. And then, like, you start working for, like, corporate people, and then mm. they come in, and then their hands are bigger than yours, and then you have to... Sh- 
And like, <laughs> I did not think that was going to be the other part yeah. of the sentence. And then, and then, like some of them, like the okay, I didn't say this, so I don't know if anyone's that I work with is listening to this. Sure, yeah, but yeah, but um, one of the creatives I work with, who is my age, mm-hmm. uh, he he refers to some of the other creatives he works with as people who 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 have the boomer shrug, the boomer shrug. You know, okay. like when I need like, to know about this. You know, like when a global global pandemic happens, they're like. Uh, I'll go in anyway, kind of thing. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. But those those yeah. guys, their hands are big, yeah. and they have calluses on their hands somehow. <laughs> but all they do is like they write copy for like they just ads. type real hard. Yeah. So, <laughs> and I think after this whole thing blows over, like I think I'm going to have to like redefine my handshake and sure. be a little bit more true to myself. So you think, and not try to overcompensate for like. So you're pretending that you're not a pop punk kid who's pretending to. And that's shake Will hands. trying to bring it back you in. Yeah, you, you see what that? he did there? You see that? Yeah. He's absolutely. like, <laughs> that's called. Yeah. He's like. <laughs> Swinging no, back that onto is, the vines, you know. Yes, yes, yes. Of course. Um. So bef- before we move on to, to pop punk, yes. I just want to I just want to to um come alongside of you and just pat you on the back for your handshake story. I thank you. I don't know what to do with handshake shit either. Um. My dad is an is a overshaker. Mm. You know, he's like the he's gonna squeeze it just a little bit more than okay. normal, not in a like rapey way. Yeah. I'm afraid that's like, what I'm becoming, and I don't like that about myself. Oh. You know. Well, here's the thing. I went through a phase where I tried some different shit out. Okay. Uh-huh. So. <laughs> like when I, I was like you know my, my handshake could do some work I was exactly where you were yeah. and I know you because I was you <laughs> and I I remember being at, at this funeral and you know we were I, I didn't know the people that were at the funeral but I was like going through the line anyway yeah. and so I, I get there we're like standing in in front of the body and I like shake the person's hand and for whatever reason I just like really wanted this person to know that like I didn't I knew that I didn't have any reason being there but I was just trying to be supportive that like I can also be human I've experienced right. loss too yeah. and mm-hmm. like I'm so sorry that this is what you're going through right now the way that that manifested itself was <laughs> I shook with my right hand but then I took my left hand and I like cupped cupped his elbow <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> it was so fucking that's weird that's the preacher shake then, right that's the like yes. yeah Good to see you this and so morning. after I did it, yeah. Yeah. this is like this, this man has experienced a loss in his life, and as soon as I did it, I become self conscious. I hijack the funeral. It's all about me now. And I was like, I, I I'm sorry, I did. It. I was like, I don't normally shake hands like this. <laughs> I, I I don't know why. I just I'm I'm so sorry for for you. I'm sorry and for me. I was just completely like. <laughs> eventually, I just quit talking and walked away. I have no idea what this person thought about me. Oh what God. he. <laughs> What he probably still thinks. That's so funny. Um, hopefully, he just forgot about it. Hopefully, his grief <laughs> overshadows my embarrassment. You were like, the real tragedy today is this handshake. <laughs> <laughs> the, real, <laughs> the real thing we won't yeah. recover from this is, is this. <laughs> That's the thing. You you tour in a band for so long. Like, you're on a stage. Like, of course, everything's about you, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> this whole God, room. You train yourself. <laughs> this whole room to be is like, architecturally set up to be about me. Every, right, yeah. right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm digging deep, but that was a little hard to like shake for me, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah, take a back seat. I was the lead singer <laughs> of a rock and roll band. Okay, so so that is a weird yeah. thing. People are paying you with you know as the lead singer of a band, and and you you can attest to this for sure. Like your whole job is to run the room. Yeah. yeah. Like is to befriend everybody in the room and basically elevate the mood, and like mm. keep the mood up. It's a lot of elbows to cup. It's a lot of elbows to cup. <laughs> It's a lot of apologies at funerals later. Yeah. It's a lot of should we go to catering afterwards? Or not? I don't know. I guess we can get back on yeah. the back on the pop punk track. Now Will's like he's like should I like I've been called out like See, twice now. Here's for- the thing. Here's the thing. I don't appreciate this commentary as to what I'm doing in the po- in the podcast precisely because you know me too well. <laughs> like, yeah, you can read everything I do. We have been friends for far too long for you to be doing this. He's it's like too he's accurate. thinking right like guys it's like this podcast. Accurate. It, guys. it has a title, right? <laughs> <laughs> Our communication is more and more like an elderly married couple in these moments because uh, you you take thoughts out of my head somehow. Yes, we're talking about pop punk today. I can't <laughs> I have to do it. That's amazing. So you guys are yeah, like yeah. the couple from Up? Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Oh. Is that the best way to describe <laughs> <Yeah>. it? <laughs> Absolutely it is. Complete with funerals. Absolutely. Um, yes, yeah. exactly. Exactly. 
Well, you guys are both uh, are or were. I'm not sure what language to use, Matt. Um, were singers in a, in pop punk bands, although you guys aren't really pop punk anymore, I guess, right? Do you? Yeah. Do you, so you don't consider yourself that anymore, right? Or do you? No. I. You want to give us like a 30 second uh, history of who you are and where you, where you came from? Oh, I know that's idea. super boring for your for yes, your audience. For your so we audience, are doing yeah. a crossover episode here like i don't know if you guys have right. been watching like the arrow in in flash crossovers <laughs> but it's very similar very like similar. all you have to do is watch those you don't have to watch the rest very of the season. similar only ours has better effects yeah, absolutely it does <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh man yeah so i can give you a, a quick 30 second um 30 second overview of my life up until now. Chapter one, overparenting. Um, <laughs> no, we, so like a lot of kids uh, growing up, so I, I entered high school in the year 2000. Um, and that was like. Did we as well? Yeah, we did as well. Oh, okay. I think we're, we're, we're the all exact, the same exact age. Exact same age. Yeah, nice. Okay. Awesome. So we all ache now in the same parts of our bodies. <laughs> <Exactly>. Yes. <laughs> it's like it's our spider true. sense is tingling. Yeah. Like, oh my God, Will and Joe are aching too. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we were heavily influenced by a lot of these pop punk bands that were saturating these uh, this programming that was happening in the world. Like MTV was phasing out music, uh, but also they were playing these chunks of music yeah. still yeah. and fuse tv was a thing yep so there were entire channels that were dedicated to this the internet is is coming of age like napster is a thing all of a sudden all of our music is free mm. um and we just got completely inundated with a lot of these pop punk bands growing up like blink 182 mxpx no effects newfound glory um and so the thing about those bands that was so accessible was that they weren't doing anything virtuosic, if, if that's sure. the right word. Yeah, or no, that's Virtuistic? True. Virtuosic? <laughs> it's um, like, thank God for Brain Stew for teaching me how to play the guitar. Yeah, right. <laughs> yes, 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 exactly. Yes. And I was like, this is, okay, so I can move my hands mm -hmm. at about that speed, you <laughs> yeah. know? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the the left one, as long as you can like keep it exactly looking the same yeah. way and just move it around. same formation, one and five, yeah. that's all you need. Yes, yeah. And so we literally learned how to play instruments by watching other bands do it, and then you know look up whatever sort of archaic, uh, very very primal tutorials that were available yeah. online because YouTube wasn't it hadn't quite come into That's its right. own or might yeah. not no, have even true. been around back then. Yeah. Um. So we we started out in a band, and I totally grew up in this like Protestant evangelical subculture. So. I was very familiar with a lot of the the pop punk bands that they were signing yeah. Um, yeah. to to sort of try to approximate mm. music that was happening in the real world <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, right. of pop punk. And so I, that was like a huge dream of mine. I was like, I can be in a morally secure <laughs> rock band, yeah. you know, that's got a yeah, little yeah. bit of an edge. Yeah. And so like, we're, we're kind of, you know, we rebel in our own way, but it's against, <laughs> for sure. it's against, you know, the world and, and against <laughs> sin or whatever the hell. <laughs> it's like a double negative. It's rebelling against rebellion or something like that, right? Yes. Yeah. It's like, I still get to be the kid with the leather jacket, yeah. but every, everything around me is completely safe. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And so that's am right. I for that matter. <laughs> like you, yeah. I won't be caught dead smoking a joint behind the church um yeah so it was like that kind of stuff so we we start out um playing pop punk because it, it honest to god it was the only thing that we could play sure. we sure. didn't have the chops or the talent to do anything more than that yeah. and it requires minimal investment yeah. you know like once you kind of get uh your fender starter pack <laughs> yeah yeah you're ready to go but the, the the squire yeah, right. starter pack, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh well. Oh well. Yeah. Of course. Sure. Of course. Sure. That's that was a little more on par with my budget for sure. <laughs> um, as a teenager, so yeah. So our band starts out as a pop punk band, um, and we end up getting signed to a, an independent Christian record label called Flickr. It was run by these guys uh, in this band called Audio Adrenaline, yep. who we coincidentally we had grown up listening to. Mm -hmm. Um, weren't the biggest fans <laughs> sure. of their band sure. or their music, but I can still say to this day, like I go back and listen to uh, Audio Adrenaline records sometimes, sure. and I think that those records sound amazing. Yeah. I think that there's some incredible songwriting that's happening, uh, even amidst all of the the weird uh, 
yeah haze and kind of bullshit they that had, is they had like the a, Christian music they had industry. like a sort of like phase where they were sort of a 70s like they toyed with a little psychedelia kind of vibe or or like a sort of hippie 70s what was that one record where they covered like um shoot they covered some 70s song free ride or something um I was like what was that record called bloom maybe does that sound familiar to anybody an audio yeah, adrenaline yeah, yeah, yeah. record yeah yeah yeah, kind of I don't know how many high fives we're gonna get from people for, yeah. for <laughs> giving callbacks <laughs> to this subsect of music at all, but it was it was sure. really influential on us. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah. Um, no, Will's got a, a '90s Christian rock episode planned for the future. Oh, absolutely. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah. yeah. I'm already a fan of absolutely. that. It's not even created yet. So, yeah. so. hit that subscribe yeah, that's button. That's right. That's right. Link in the description below. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, oh gosh, where, where I'm sorry, where I cut you off. Audio oh yeah, I was giving records. a 30 second slash 30 minute explanation of, of something. Yeah, so we end up, get we start working with a friend of ours who was just getting started as a producer. He, um, we paid him to do our, our first, what we thought was going to be like our first full length record. Mm. And so we recorded all of that stuff. He was friends with some of the guys in Audio Adrenaline, so he kept sending them songs that he was working on with us. So at the time, Flickr is is realizing that they are being looked at by Sony mm. and that there's a good chance that they could sell their record label and actually make money yeah, sure. <laughs> from owning a record label <laughs> by cashing out. And so I think in an effort to inflate their numbers to be able to make this sale worth it, they were looking for bands that were pop punk. Huh. Um, and so we just so happened to, to head to the top of that list for some reason. Um, and over the course of a couple of years, you know, it seemed like nothing was going to happen. And we, I was literally sure. maybe a week or so from just calling and dissolving the band altogether mm. and just be like, hey, we should just do real things yeah. with our lives sure. and this is probably not going to work out. Yeah. And then we got a phone call and they were like, if you guys are willing to put college on hold and make touring you know, your thing for the next few years and give this a go. Yeah. We'd really like to to plug you guys into the social pipeline. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so it kind of all happened overnight. Like we, that summer, we ended up going to Knoxville and recording a record, like an actual full-length record mm -hmm. with a guy named Travis Wyrick, who I still don't know why they paired us with him. Mm -hmm. He was working with like P.O.D. and Disciple sure. and like yeah. all these heavy yeah. butt core bands. And it was like... Not, I don't think, I don't think it was like the best fit sonically yeah. for us, but it was sure. a huge, huge learning experience for, mm -hmm. for us, like working with an actual producer and seeing how records get made that labels release to the world. Yeah, yeah <laughs> definitely. So yeah, and I think over time, by the time our second record rolled around, I had always been super into synthesizers and I, I had already started like my first year of college sort of writing all of these loops and drum beats and synthesizer sounds on a cracked version of Fruity Loops. Mm. And so instead of doing Classic. actual studying <laughs> in college, <laughs> I was just learning how to program because sure. yeah. I loved it. Um, I was really, really drawn to like 90s dance music and 80s new wave. And nice. um, I had discovered the Pet Shop Boys and mm. New Order and Human League and all of these bands that... For a kid growing up in rural South Carolina, this is like, oh my God, this music yeah. sounds so colorful and it's like overtly sexual and nobody's ashamed of, sure. of what they're doing. And yeah. it's like, I wasn't the most masculine kid by any stretch of the imagination. So seeing all of these people that were kind of gender bending yeah. and not really ashamed that there were aspects of them that were, um, I guess for the time, I would have called it effeminate. Yeah, yeah um, sure. Yeah. I was like... I. I love this. I, it does, I don't have to play like the I'm man enough to be a part of the group right. kind of game yeah. like yeah. with mm -hmm. that genre of music. And so I just felt automatically like I connected to it on a bunch of weird random levels that I only, you know, in the past few years have been able to put a vocabulary to. Um, so, yeah, that was cool. And then over time, we just sort of we our our sound keeps evolving, becoming more and more synthesizer heavy. Yeah. I'm programming more because I don't know how to manage interpersonal relationships within the band. <laughs> so I'm taking more and more power and becoming a creative monopoly within the band. Sure. And um, 
Yeah, I have a whole podcast about that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, but yeah, I think I'm just sort of following my creative folly wherever it's taking me and doing the things that I think are really interesting. And so ultimately our band kind of ends up where it is today, which is very much like um, this over-the-top kind of electro-pop stuff. Yeah. With maybe a little bit of that pop-punk energy. Yeah. Yeah, thrown into sure. it. Yeah. I would say you can. I mean, I think I uh, think you can tell from your latest record that you still have some influence from that, right? I mean, you can tell that that's sort of the tradition that you're working out of, even though it's clear that, at least to me, when I listen to it, uh, it's not where you are now. You know what I mean? But sort of structurally and energy wise, as you were saying, it seems like oh yeah, it makes sense that that's sort of where you came from or something, you know? Yeah, there's there's like, so, and I, I'm sure that you guys can relate to this too, like being in a uh, being a, a pop punk band, it's like you kind of get used to, oh, this is how songs feel. Yeah. This is yeah, how it no, feels whenever yes. a chorus hits yep. and like we're going we're gonna to modulate up a little yeah. bit and, mm-hmm. and yeah. g- head to the blast beat or this yeah, is going to be halftime. Sure. Yeah, like, the exactly. pre-chorus. You get in that. Mm-hmm. And then the yeah. bridge is, is like that. the chorus, but you turn the like the, the, the <laughs> distortion pedal off and then the drums <laughs> stop. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, makes, it makes the regular chorus punch when it comes back in. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, that's it, man. <laughs> no, it's, it's super interesting to hear yeah. that like, you know, at that time, like, it makes complete sense that a, a label like Flickr is, is thinking, like, okay, MTV is, yeah. like, flooding with Green Day and then mm-hmm. Blink and then all of these bands, like, and then the what I call, like, the, uh, the pop-punk <laughs> baby boom, like... Yeah. Like mm-hmm. this thing that happened on MTV, right? This this cultural phenomenon what that is pop punk convinced all of us that we could do exactly what they were doing. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah. and and it became easier and easier to like kind of record your own demos and then this whole thing kind of snowballed to where right. like there were so many bands for so long and it would completely make sense, especially early on, that like a label like that's gonna say Okay, we need to catch up, like especially in the Christian market. Yeah. Like you know, we can't just have Reliant K. That doesn't work. Right. We need, you know, <laughs> right, you know, X amount of of yeah of uh, equivalents. But sure. uh, yeah, well, that's interesting. Yeah, that's, that's fascinating. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And I feel like that whole subculture, not even not even the Christian aspect of yeah. it, but what was happening within the the world of pop punk. In, in the world at large at that time. That was our American dream, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm sure you can relate to that, but we didn't want no, picket absolutely. fences and families and kids and like doing that whole thing. We were like, no, this is, we want, our American dream is touring in a van. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and playing shows and getting loud and sweaty yeah. and. It's so, it's so, so, it's so funny when you're, when you're talking about uh, having those conversations um, with, with, folks about like if you guys are willing to put off college and if you're willing to make touring your primary thing like that brought back such a flood of like nostalgia oh, yeah. for me when you were talking about that mm. like god like i yeah, i we, did it we we dropped out of college yeah. together yeah. for yeah you know and we had those conversations we had a conversation with and granted not i mean joe went a lot farther than i did but neither of us went as far as you did into it but i remember having those conversations with the producer that we were working with um, and a couple other bands, and I don't even remember who else we would have been talking to, but it was like folks who were in the business more than we were, who were like, "Well, you need right. to seriously think about like not doing classes next year and making this your thing and all this kind of stuff." Yeah, and, and so and I remember yeah, having yeah. that thought that like, "Oh no, 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 I'm not allowed. I'm, I'm not allowed I'm not to allowed do that." Like you know, whatever that means. Yeah, no, and it was like this, like that was the the first moment where I thought, "Oh, I'm kind of in control of." whatever i choose to do yeah. just generally like it's this idea of like well i guess this is growing who is segueing back now my man um dog i didn't have that plan it just felt right um so that's it i mean that's so interesting so i i do have a question because you talked about matt you talked about finding like um new wave stuff and more electronic stuff and getting into that for various reasons. Do you think, I mean, the way you talked about it just now made it sort of sound like pop punk was kind of an accident of history for you. Do you think that like, were there things about pop punk or punk more generally that you are or were really attracted to or attached to? Or do you think it was more the accessibility, just the fact that you could make it work with the people you knew and all this? Oh man, it was, it was all of that. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was that we could, I could, with my best friends, get into a room mm. 
and we could approximate what we were seeing on television. Right. right. Like we <laughs> we could play a song in key. Yeah. Like we knew what which chords went where. I mean, it sure. is. And I think that we were really attracted to the attitude of pop punk, yeah. which was kind of this like fuck it attitude, yeah. but also kind of carried a lot of this like social awareness mm-hmm. with it yeah. as well. Um, if that makes any sense, like I know I I don't think that parents at the time or at that particular time in history looked at pop punk and and would have thought that. Yeah. But it was definitely you know like punk. We knew that punk had its roots in this sort of like weird kind of political yeah. Yeah. Uh, backlash. Yeah, most definitely. <laughs> yeah. Um, that it came from this unrest. Yeah. And I think that every every generation of teenagers absolutely experiences that. Sure. So for us, it was appropriated perfectly because we were like, we have our own set of, um, of frustrations and uh, yeah. in things that we believe are injustices yeah. and like yeah. um, ways that in which we feel like the generation, <laughs> our parents' generation truly do not get us. They don't get our, yeah. our problems. They don't get how they're all putting us, they're going to put us in therapy when we're their age, you know, <laughs> yeah, sure. kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, and so I, I think that's really cool. And I almost feel like, this, I'm I'm obviously not a doctor, so this is not me giving any sort of medical advice or psychological advice. But I feel like it was really therapeutic at the time. Yeah, yeah. it was sure. a really safe, uh, safe way to channel yeah. this kind of like weird pent up energy yeah. that we got from being, particularly within that subsect of Christianity growing right, up. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean. I mean. I think that's that's super interesting. Um, and and makes a lot of sense, and I think that sort of unrest or that sort of like that you find in going back to just straight up, you know, punk rock back in probably right. the seventies and eighties, and then it gets mm. it gets changed in the in the like era that we're mostly talking about and that we grew up in, right? I think what's interesting is I wholeheartedly believe that you know I think Green Day played a big role, but I don't think if it weren't for Blink, I sure. don't think it would have happened in the way it happened. Yeah, um, and I think that's because they weren't overtly political right. or any of those things. Like if you go back and listen to Blink, they're talking about like their first date. And yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. They, they were not a fight the man band. No. no. Um, and I, I think that made it uh, kind of attractive more generally, but they were definitely a gateway band, right? Sure. Yeah. Like you, you don't, yeah. you know, I wouldn't have known, you know, no effects if it weren't for, yeah. you know, all the small things, right? Yeah, 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 for sure. Well, and that's and that's kind of that's kind of um, uh, where I wanted to go with that comment is like is like talking about the unrest and the sort of sort of fuck it attitude. That range, like, there's a range of fuck it attitudes from like mm. Blink One Eighty Two on the sort of safe, you know, for lack of a better term. I'm not, I love Blink, but like the more safe sort of fuck it in terms of like we're gonna use dirty words. In silly ways, and <laughs> right. make, no, make that's your true. parents no, that uncomfortable. Is true. Yeah. All the way to like, I earlier this week I just listened to No Effects is the decline all the way through. Like that is a very. I cannot believe you did that. I did the same thing. Not did you really? Days ago. <laughs> yes, <Perfect. man. laughs> dude. It just it came into my mind. I was I was thinking about this episode coming up and stuff, and I was like, dude, I haven't listened to the Decline in like a while, and so I pulled it up and I was like, this is a fucking masterpiece. Like, yes. I love this thing. I bought the Decline in CD yeah. form. When it yeah. came out at Walmart in a small town in Kentucky. Oh, so you know yeah. that yeah. the CD itself was an experience. Yes. Because it was like Absolutely. half of it was clear yes. and they yes. only had like the <laughs> digital part, like mm-hmm. in the, they only oh, had the man. gray area towards the center as much as they needed. Yeah. Yes. It Absolutely. Was, yeah. I sound like a complete idiot describing that. No, but no, no, but it's, yeah, no, it's, you open it up and it's, it's already like, oh, this is, this is different yeah and if, if memory serves correctly I, I i'm probably paraphrasing this in the wrong way but i believe it was the, the the decline that on the back of it it said something to the effect of like do not pay more than 5.99 for this album yeah or something like <laughs> yeah that. it was like printed on the album art it was like, part of not, it yeah yeah it was like do not pay more than this much and it was like god that's just oh man when i was a teenager that was just yeah. that was just powerful as shit it's <laughs> I was like, like oh my god yeah, they're three sticking a, it to him 3 minutes goes by and it's still going it's yeah, still going yeah. they hit that refrain with the trombone and you're like oh we're closing in and then you look and it's like 12 minutes left <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah but uh, but all that to say those are those are very different you know ways to understand rebellion yeah uh and, and it's interesting mm. that it can encompass all of that that pop punk can 
Yeah, because everybody's rebelling against something. I feel like you're sure. It's it's this weird sort of teenage, early twenties way of boundary testing and figuring out yeah. where you where you live and where you fit and what sure. things actually are acceptable and what things you can get away with and yeah. you know how how far are we going to be able to stretch? Sure, in yeah. a lot of ways, and, and and like what things are actually good and bad, right? I feel like for for folks like you know me and joe and you it you know when you're raised in a particular subculture which is like southern american protestant christianity right uh when you're raised in that you're told mm. certain things are good certain things are bad and then these these bands and this whole musical tradition kind of offers you a way to question that um yeah yeah i suppose you know uh what really is good and what really is bad right and how do you figure that out yeah, you you are in your own way. You're developing your own agency of being able to decide for yourself. Yeah, so yeah. you're like deciding what your values are going to be and which things you're going to call bullshit on. <laughs> yeah, I guess. yeah. So no, most definitely. So we mentioned Green Day and we mentioned Blink. Those are those are sort of the two big touch points yeah, that so, I have in my notes. Right. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining uh, your notes in front of you, and it's just yeah. it just says Blink and Green Day. It just Day. says that, and he's got like two hundred marks point. now. Yeah. We did it. I, Thank I you. think that's what's what's interesting is that like pop punk in general, like it was like the the big bang of this of this genre, but like it it spawns so many different kind of like. Yeah. smaller genres to where it's like, you know, you're not going to call My Chemical Romance a pop punk band. Right. Mm, you're going right. to, you know, you're going to call them one of the the best things that happened out of it. <laughs> well, but yeah, I was, yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, I mean, you know, you can't really talk about My Chemical Romance without no, talking absolutely about it. not. I mean, it's, it's, it's yeah. part of the musical tradition and part of the lineage without question, but it's after those things are developing based on new cultural contexts, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So uh, one thing that came to mind when we were talking about Green Day, um, do you guys remember seeing, uh, I mean, I know we were all young at this time, but do you remember seeing clips of like them playing Woodstock 94? Yeah. Oh, yeah. This? Yeah. Where they it were, was like, mind-blowing for us. Yeah. Oh, man, it was amazing. We're, okay, so there's a chance I'm conflating this in my mind, but were they naked or was or were the Red Hot Chili Peppers <laughs> the ones, only ones who were naked? I, in I my mind. That- I think the Chili Peppers were known for doing that, not yeah. just there, but yeah, kind of any any chance that they had. <laughs> right. So I remember. I just remember Green Day hurling mud back at the audience, and then the audience hurling mud at Green Day. But mm, I didn't remember right. if they were naked while they did it. So yeah, yeah. That was. I always kind of felt like I. I always loved Green Day songs, but there was always this kind of like edge. Um, there was this aggression that I feel like I experienced from them that Mm. didn't feel nearly as fun Mm. as bands like Blink-182, like what you were saying earlier. Sure. Um, Blink-182 for me was like, oh my God, these are very real snapshots of like kids in suburbia, Mm -hmm. (laughs) of white kids in suburbia. And this is what's important to them. And this is what they mean when they say their world is falling apart. You know, this is... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's so low yeah. pressure but it's yeah. uh you relate so much to all of that emoting sure. that was happening because you're like i'm the white kid <laughs> right. these yeah. are my problems yeah um, and it's yeah. it's a sort of musical tradition that validates all that and i think you know going back to what joe said about like it starts with the sort of big bang of either green day or blink 182 but like after that you get so many little sub threads of of you know things that spin yes. off from that and yeah. i think you t- you talking about the emoting like that that makes me think you know like taking back sunday where you get all this sort of mm. you know and for, those guys for, still jam okay yeah those no, guys I, yeah yeah those guys um, are, are are super well i good. think i think early on you in high school you learn that like if the band is wearing a pair of dicky shorts they're probably good to go <laughs> <laughs> right they're good man they got the outfit Certified. Oh my god! Maybe their hats on backwards, but tilts <laughs> tilted slightly to the left. Tilted to the you know? side, yeah. Dude, it's yeah. the pop punk starter kit. I've, yeah. I feel right. like that meme was like kind of popular on the internet for a second, and it was yeah. Um, so accurate. Yeah, if if you had a Hurley T-shirt, like uh, yeah, yes. dude. yeah, okay, yeah. we can Hurley play. T-shirts, Atticus T-shirts. Yes. Actually, Will and I in in yes. high school, uh, I wore an Atticus T-shirt every day to school almost. And he every had the, day, he man. had this Star Wars T-shirt that had Darth Maul on it because it was yeah. about that time when that movie came out. <laughs> it was out. that time. It was time for and a Darth Maul T-shirt. We had a school bully who used to call us Atticus and Darth Maul. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so like 
Yeah, it, it runs. So, yeah. It runs deep. It runs so true. We're legit. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> which, which I, I think is fascinating because I recently kind of put those uh, the the first three movies on in the background. Oh yeah. I'm sorry. In in the in the septology. I don't, what is it now? Yeah. <laughs> Not, the the neontology. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, Matt. You have <laughs> you don't know what you're saying anymore. All right, you're making um, it weird. Right, right. So the ones that came out in the 2000s, like uh, yeah. Okay. So anyway, the, the good ones, kind of, the prequels. Right. Yeah. So I wonder if there's an, a musical equivalent to like mm. for like within everything cool that was happening in pop punk at the time, if it has oh. its own kind of Star Wars trilogy with Jar Jar. <laughs> that <laughs> it was just really disappointing that everybody got on board because it was just part, of, you know, because everybody yeah. was wearing the same clothes because yes. everybody had the dicky shorts and you saw yeah. a pair of dicky shorts yeah. and you just didn't know Jar Jar was wearing them. Yeah, and then then you buy the Simple Plan record and it's like, am I throwing shade at Simple Plan when <laughs> so, I shouldn't? I think the things I get think weird. You, well, I think you are throwing it, and I'm not yeah. sure that you should not. Um, so like, I do have a, I do have a. a point in my notes because i'm a notes boy i do have a point in my notes that just says shitty ones <laughs> um, so <laughs> because because we're close by i'll yeah. read these out no well, no offense no to yeah but, loves but before you get into bands. that i do think yeah. like there are a large group of them that like you're on board at first sure and then like you start to like you know siphon or not siphon yeah. uh what's like you know like when you like when you're like you got like dirt and gold and you got the little thingy. I know what you're saying. Right. You're, you're, yeah. sift, Your taste sift, develops. Sifting. You have to sift right. through, sifting. Yeah. you know, yeah. the the majority of the uh, the shorts yeah. and the caps Definitely. Um, yes. to yeah, eventually. Because so, so I'm like, thinking of... Oh, I'm no, sorry. go ahead. No. No. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, the only three that I have under shitty ones that I couldn't remember are SR-71. Okay. Um, apologies to those guys. Uh, Phoenix TX, okay, um, who were a band for a minute, yeah, and then American <laughs> Hi-Fi is the other one that I have, and it's less <laughs> that I think any of these are like explicitly shitty, like I hate them, and it's more just like it felt like all that they were bringing to the party were the tropes that we all knew. You know what I mean? Mm, um, sure. So it just it felt like they those were are adding some, to the conversation. Yeah, those are some really interesting choices because like really, I feel like in the Venn diagram of of uh. Yeah. In the middle, being like the the pop punk feathers, whatever. Um, I feel like like SR seventy one is going to be really yeah. far out there on the edge to where it's like I don't know that they that they they their entryway was the yeah. same as all. I think they were just like, oh, we're kind of like a pop rock band too. Oh, that's interesting. Versus okay. like sure. Good Charlotte, who is like you know, okay, right. Well, I feel like you see a lot of that in in the industry and you're right it's kind of like sifting for gold and eventually the mud kind of falls out sure and what you're left with is what you're left with but you also have bands you know like we when we were coming up it was um very much there's blink 182 there's bowling for soup there's simple plan there's newfound glory all of these bands are coexisting in that ecosphere together and doing it really well and then because pop punk is really popular you have these bands um that i got introduced to like fountains of wayne um, right, right, yeah. Who end up having a cool song like Stacy's Mom, yeah, and then a record label sort of appropriating that into the yeah. pop punk world. And yes. Fountains of Wayne is clearly not, no, absolutely, a not. pop punk yeah. band, but they right. get lumped into those. Yeah. Uh, that's, right, they that had the genre. they had the single that like jumped yeah. in there and worked. Right, right, but they are an amazing band in their own right. Um, sure. And I, I know that, I don't know if you guys are fans of them at all. Um, I mean, I, I um, have heard people who I very much respect talk really well about them. It's, it's, it's more that kind of thing where like, I'm aware that they're probably very good, but I just haven't done that sort of due diligence myself and dove in. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, yeah. yeah. But I, I've heard that. I've heard that as a sort of consistent refrain of like Founds of Wayne is a lot better than most people understand that they are or something. Right. And just to echo that, you know, it's like I we we wouldn't put on Fountains of Wayne for the same reasons that we would put on all this other pop punk music. Like we would sure. throw on a New Found Glory CD because we're like, fuck yeah, let's get pumped. Yeah. This is awesome. <laughs> yeah. This is our life. This is our energy. This is like yeah. who we're going to be. Yeah. And Fountains of Wayne was much more like a textbook. Sure. It was it was much more like this is how songwriting gets done. Gotcha. Yeah. And this huh. is like your roadmap for everything that's happening underneath how loud the guitars and drums are. Wow. Like yeah, it was yeah. just an excellent primer in crafting 
a really, really cool pop tune and drawing yeah. from all of these other um these other places like the Beatles and the Beach yeah. Boys, yeah, right. sure. you know, going way, way, way farther back. That's really cool. So, do you have a, uh, do you have a, uh, like one of their records that's like, if I want an on-ramp to sort of Fountains of Wayne that I should check into? Yeah. So Welcome Interstate Managers is the, the is that, song. That's the one with Hackensack on it, right? Yeah. So that one's got Hackensack. Oh, that's like Stacey's the big mom. song I know. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Other than Stacy's mom, obviously. It's kind of amazing. Um, they, yeah. I mean, I, I'll, I'll quit tooting the Fountains of Wayne horn here in a second because if you're not into them, then you're not into them. But um I feel like their songs are probably they I think I have an emotional connection to them in a way that they feel very nourishing for me. Oh, yeah. So if I feel depleted creatively, you can always put on a Fountains of Wayne song and there's this energy there that's very easy to draw from. It's it feels very comfortable. It's like a warm blanket. Sure. So anyway. Well that's really cool. Is it? <laughs> it is. It is. Okay. It is. <laughs> yeah. It is. Yes. Well, <laughs> I will. I will confirm. Yes. Well, um, you guys were talking about these other bands like SR seventy one. Just to just to maybe I don't know. Try to put that train back on the rail. Um, I feel like you also had these acts that got attributed in the mainstream as or that were described in the mainstream and all of these different outlets as being very pop punk. Who, if you were into yeah. pop punk, they clearly were not. So, <clears throat> Fountains of Wayne for sure yeah. would have been one of them. Yeah. But also, acts that blew up, like Avril Lavigne, where yes. oh, people sure. were yes. like, oh my God, she is, she's like yeah. this pop punk. I mean, I would watch these interviews, yeah. you know, with people from her record label who were like, yeah, she's she just got this really cool pop punk style and vibe and everything. Sure. And right. if you were yep. a part of that scene, like I feel like all of us were, not that we're, you know, I'm just giving my experience from it. I'm not like the, sure. no, totally. I'm not the guy yeah. to come to about any of it. But <laughs> it was very much like, uh, these are grown-ups talking about something that they have no idea about. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, right, absolutely. Like, she clearly is not, she's her own thing, and it's really cool, and you can be into sure. it, but don't call her punk rock. It felt like, and, and I don't want to, like, uh, I don't know her body of work well enough to speak to it in any sort of way, so with that uh, caveat out of the way, um, it felt very much to me at the time like she had taken some of the sort of window dressing of the sort of pop yeah, punk world it's capitalizing um, on a thing that's right yeah yeah and i i wonder the extent to which she was actually just really into that um and the extent to which they were like it would be really cool if we could have a guy skateboarding in one of your songs right um, she seemed a lot more I mean? manufactured right than than the yeah. other bands did which I, I don't know everybody's backstory so blink 182 might have been the most manufactured band of all sure. i don't know right but it didn't come across that way it felt like there was a level of integrity between all sure. of these bands yeah. well and also i wonder if if avril lavigne sort of gets lumped into that world because of her relationship with uh the sum 41 guy you know yeah um, she oh, married yeah. Uh, the sum 41 yeah. guy and yeah. then she married a nickelback guy Whoa! What? Briefly okay. after that. Wow! I don't think they're. Huh. I don't know if they're still married, but yeah. Spill so can tea, you Joe. be punk rock and still marry the guy from Nickelback? <laughs> That's the real question. Answering the age old question. <laughs> I just. I, I like to think that she just keeps going. She just keeps rotating yeah. between people who have also written songs about <laughs> photographs. that's right that's right and all this all this stuff sort of so i when i think of avril lavigne i think and maybe my timeline is off here but uh, i sort of think like oh that's after you know that's not in like the sort of height of enema of the state or something i feel like that's like several years later Mm, in my mind yeah where Um, it's like those things have already been baked in i might be i might be sure uh, i I don't think it's i don't think it's far off really um yeah because, like, I, th- I honestly think that that window of, like, you know, pop punk music yeah. videos on MTV was not as long as we remember it to be. Right, mm. sure, sure. Um, and I think, you know, all that was was happening, um, yeah. in a, you know, within, like, five or so years. Yeah. But, I mean, Enema of the State was, like, a 2001 release or two. Is that yeah. right? Or is or am I way off? Or was it like closer to like I I could have sworn Enema was like ninety seven maybe or ninety nine. 
Um, it yeah. was, let me just tell you, 1999. 99. Was it 99? Released in 99, June 1st. Wow. wow. And okay. 98% of Google users love this album. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Uh, They're so edgy. Wonderful. They had a porn star on the cover of the oh album. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So, maybe 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 Avril was a little bit a, bit, a little bit after that. But I think I do think you're right that like at least at least for for me uh, as I'm as I'm talking about it, it does like my mind makes it a much larger chunk of time than it probably was just because I was yeah, in my late adolescence yeah. or whatever. Um, but yeah, I, and and so I was thinking through also like what is the timeline of the sort of there was this, I was having a conversation with my roommate right before we recorded this about this stuff and I was telling him I was prepping for it and everything and he said, yeah, for a little while it was like the scene industrial complex because I was talking about like mm. Warp Tour, Hot Topic and like Alt Press yeah. sort of creating this whole yeah. little um, so when, uh, what are your guys' memories of that or does that bring anything up for you with regard to this? Yeah, I mean, sort of, yeah. I, I, I've... <sighs> I don't know exactly how to. Uh, you guys might hear Tiff now. Whenever the dogs are upset, <laughs> she does. She puts on this high, wacky voice, and uh, sure. and uh, uh, so if you hear that, like, you, just leave it in. Just leave it in. Um, sure, because that's life. just my life. Yeah, yeah. This, these are podcasts um, in the time of Corona. You get what you exactly. get. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so rephrase your question, Doc. Um, just, just in terms of like, um, the sort, I guess what, what's the word I want to use? Sort of the, com like commodification, sort of like the, the thing turns into, I mean, it's always, it's pop punk. So it's not like sure. no effects playing DIY clubs in the eighties. Like yeah. it's always a commercial thing, but it, once it, once it becomes a sort of mainstream, it becomes pop music full stop yeah then you have warp tour you have hot topic which is where you get the clothes so you can go to warp tour you right. have alt press which is where you can buy the you can buy the magazine to read about the newest bands that totally. wear the clothes from hot top you know yeah. what i'm saying like yeah, yeah. and i like, think once it once it gets to that point you know for yeah. me it's like okay i've got to dig deeper i'm still going to find the music at hot topic in these places but like sure. i'm going to go for like the uh i'm i'm, I'm going down for the to try to find the band that's me, like you know, the saves the days and the right. same things that uh, like, yeah. yes, um, yeah. yeah, that's a that's a really good point. Um, I I feel like it's as it was happening, um, it was really clear to us that that was what was happening. If that makes any sense, mm. we're like, we <laughs> sure. know that we love these bands, but our relationship that we have to these bands is ours, yeah. and yeah. whatever sure. Warp Tour or Hot Topic or Alt Press are doing, like that that's kind of their thing and mm. you kind of and maybe it was because we were actually like in the industry and we were a part of some of these conversations but we were like yeah this is not magic this is marketing dollars um yeah, that right. does all of this stuff but we're a band and some people are into our band and we're we're real people and the connection yeah. that we have with other people's music with these bands that we grew up listening to even though we may not know them personally or have a personal relationship with them, we do have a very personal relationship with their art. And that's yeah. something that belongs to us. And we can't, we can't just like throw the baby out with the bathwater. You know what I mean? Right. And be like, well, sure. well they sold out or they because there's so many bands that, that got swept up into that. No doubt was a huge part of, um, um yeah. of the warp tour scene when it first started, started out yeah. as well. Sure. So I feel like it was kind of a catch-all for everything that was a little bit teen and fringe at the time. Right, yeah. No, it's, I mean, and that's a good point about, like, it, it, it is strange how, you know, you're talking about uh, probably we had a different perspective on it, but, like, um, I think I feel like probably a lot of people who deeply cared about that scene had that same perspective of, like, that's marketing dollars, right? Yeah. It's, it's, sort, of, it's sort of hard to pre-make and package something that's based on, punk rock i guess yeah. yeah because it's sort of it's sort of like baked into the cake that like you you have some sort of aversion even if it's very light you have some sort of aversion to like commodifying your music or something you sure. know what i mean yeah no it, it, it's interesting because like i'm trying to think of the, the the specific bands i'm thinking of but like you know i think there are a large group of bands and i think pop punk is kind of something that's kind of resurfaced a little bit but like on mm, a very sure. a smaller level it's not it's not a mainstream thing it's yeah it's those kids that like just genuinely loved 
the aesthetic, right? Yeah, um, sure. They're still covered in tattoos. They probably spent a lot of time trying to like searching themselves to make sure that they like they actually were punk rock, you know? Um, sure. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> sure. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, Billy Joe Armstrong yeah. uh, like declared a war on pop punk a few years ago. Apparently, oh, of course. Okay. Um, like, sure. it's like, come on, man. Like, oh yeah. my god. How, how Be cool, man. Do- Be yeah. cool. <laughs> Yeah. Um but like you <laughs> know you, you have these you know these these bands like what's the, what was the band the da 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 you guys remember that band <laughs> I feel like that's, you, that's their, more their a description of drumline than it is. <laughs> no, that was the dot that was the vocal. It started off oh, tool? No, system man. of a down. <laughs> what was yeah. that band called? I don't know. I, I, was, I guarantee you, there's X amount of listeners right now yeah. who are like, yeah, yeah. Um, but it was like this mix of like <laughs> hard, like <laughs> I love it. What was that? Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Will somebody uh, hum the Jeopardy theme for a second? <laughs> <laughs> what, what, a day to remember. Do you guys remember oh, a day, day to, to remember? remember? Okay, I remember the name. Um, I don't remember. I, I was never that into song. a day to remember, but I always Surely. felt like those guys were just like significantly tougher than I am. Okay. But they still played like they had like <laughs> yeah. uh, like breakdowns and stuff because like they yeah. they had like a hardcore route, but it was just straight up pop punk music. Gotcha. You know they were still singing like this. Oh. You know, yeah. <laughs> um, but sure. like. You sure. know, they, but they were like covered in tattoos and like they walk the walk, man. Yeah. They walk the walk. Yeah. And it was like, so yeah. there's this whole like subculture of like, sure, this thing and this aesthetic and this style is like a big mainstream thing, but like, yeah, yeah. that kind of taste, that aesthetic is like, I, do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Well, I would, I would love to know what you guys think about this, um, or what your experience was, but. Also, like with within that scene, within the pop punk scene, mm-hmm. there is this awareness of kind of where you fit into it. So sure. there was never a point where I personally would have ever walked into a room with like a bunch of tatted guys and assumed that I knew like where they kind of fit in, mm. if that makes sense, or how I fit in with them. It was like, you knew that everybody had a different relationship to punk rock. And if somebody was saying like, well, this, this is punk. Like sure. I, I just, I didn't get into conversations where we were deciding which things were punk rock and which things were not, because oh, that seemed like sure, a yeah. very personal thing. And there were some people that were way older, like we knew that they were older than us, that they had a different relationship to this style of music. <laughs> and we didn't have any like illusions of grandeur that somehow we were carrying the torch of like tough uh-huh. fucking punk rock. We were sure. like, we're literally just a couple of kids from Nowheresville, South Carolina. We're just happy to be here, y'all. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm just, <laughs> man, this sure. is, isn't this great? Y'all got some cool tattoos. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> what kind of, oh, you got a Marshall amp too. That's great. Yeah. Like, it, there, it wasn't like we were trying to prove that we were more punk rock or that we fit in. Yeah. It was just like, no, we're just doing our thing. We don't think sure. it's any more legitimate than what you're doing. We're just, you sure. know, can we just have a, a wide table for everybody to sit here? And yeah. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed how, um, like, learning about punk history through meeting different people in green rooms that had had these different experiences with sure. it, that had grown up with yeah. different, t- you know, uh, touchstones than we had grown yeah. up with musically that we knew were the reason that we had the music that we had today. That, you know, because yeah. you had the Ramones you could have bands like Newfound Glory now. I think to some extent, maybe some of that has to do, because there are those people out there who are sort of elitist about it or sort of like gatekeepers, right? This is not punk. That's not punk, Mm. right? They wouldn't just say, hey, I think Avril Lavigne doesn't fit stylistically. They would say, no, fuck that music. It's not punk rock. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Right, right. There are those people, and I'm sure I've gone through phases like that when I was in my teens and stuff, you know? Um, But I, I, I don't know. I wonder how much of that has to do with going back to just to do a callback i wonder how much of that has to do with like which type of sort of of the myriad types of sort of rebellion you are into punk rock Mm, for so in other words if it's like if you're a suburban kid like middle class suburban kid like maybe it's about being sad and emoting about some girl that you like or something like that whereas if you're really if like your jam is like the decline and you're into it not just for the sweet ass bass riffs, but because of the politics. Yeah, right? those bass riffs. Though. Um, no, those bass riffs are dope. Yeah, as hell. good luck. Yeah, 
Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like attempting this. <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. Exactly. But you know what I'm saying? Like, if, if you yeah. listen to that and you're like hyped up, and there's part of me that's like that, where it's like yeah. part of the reason I love No Effects is because of the, the just like fuck you politics. Yeah, kind, of course. Sure. Um, yeah. And so I wonder if like some of that elitism comes out of that, of like, really, you guys are going to sing about some girl that you like, and I'm over here talking about like, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. I'm over here talking about like tax revenue and stuff. It's like Bane, right? <laughs> explain yourself yeah how, how is it like Bane? you merely adapted the darkness <laughs> i was <laughs> i, was, I, I thought know. you meant because they were both like far left politics but okay yeah no fair enough yeah you no. adapted the darkness yeah yeah, yeah. I, I feel like you know i always feel like especially like later in our our bandhood, like I, f- I f- do feel like I don't think we were elitist by any means because we were like definitely right. a pop punk band and sure. yeah. and you know, but like I do feel like we always had some kind of chip on our shoulder, like we were con- always trying to prove that like we were the real deal, if that sure. makes sense. Yeah. Um, and <clears throat> that was probably a waste of time. <laughs> are, you, are, you, are you are you sort of talking are you talking about like post me like after i was yeah out? okay all yeah right, cool. yeah i wasn't sure well um, i i think the the weird thing about that is like pop punk is very much um i feel like a youthful style of music like now it, i get a little tired listening to it <laughs> My sure. Oh, that's interesting. Um, yeah. But having played all those shows and everything, like I love the energy in it. But the the difference yeah. I feel like now is that when you are learning how to play an instrument, you're a teenager, you're in your early twenties. A lot of a lot of how you express yourself is yeah. through is through the catharsis of this music. So you hear yeah. these different yeah. political things. And you're like, fuck yeah, that's how I feel. That that makes perfect yeah. sense to me. Or yeah, that's yeah. how that breakup made me feel. That's how I'm emoting right. through these artists. And so you develop that connection. The older sure. that you get, the less you are looking. And I had this conversation with a guy named Finn McKinty. Uh, has an amazing YouTube channel. And this is what he was like. Uh, the way that he described it was, I'm not looking for a band to tell me who I am anymore. I know who right. I am, and so I pick right, and choose sure. the things that I'm into, and I like them for different reasons. Now, I'm not yeah. looking for somebody to help me become an adult and phrase that. If that makes that's sense, that's insightful. Yeah, that's very. <laughs> He's a cool dude. That's the juice. That's why you're here, folks. Yeah. That's, the, that's the juice right there. Uh, no, that is that's that's very true. That's very very true. And, and and it sort of makes me think. And I'll I'll give my answer, and then bounce this question back to you all. Like. I do think that there are, like, I still listen to some of what you would call pop punk, I guess. I don't mean I listen to stuff from my childhood, but I listen to bands now who have put out records in the last year or two that are, uh, you know, of all intents and purposes, pop punk. Um, Sure. So I'm thinking of bands like um, Jeff Rosenstock is sort of the main one that I listen to. Uh, he was in a band called Bomb the Music Industry a long time ago. Huh. And so he's like a dude in his probably late 30s, like a balding dude who looks kind of yeah. nerdy, and he plays like pop-punkish stuff. Yeah, the aesthetic sings- is totally yeah. pop-punk. Yeah, but yeah. he doesn't sing at all about sort of... The majority of his stuff is about like aging and about like rent prices going up. You know what I mean? It's, <laughs> yeah. it's not about... It's not, yeah. it's not about like, like it feels uh, age appropriate to me, even yes. though it's like pop punk. I you guess you know we've had this conversation sense. before as well about uh, Max yeah. Bemis and say anything. Like, yes, he was another one I was each bring each up. Yeah. album you know that kind of they progress along with his life. Um, yeah, mm. yeah, for sure. Yeah. And and th- I f- I find those people fascinating who either uh, sort of broke after they were. Uh, broke into the scene after they were already late 20s early 30s or something like that yeah. or people who can really pull off that transition where it feels like no no you found a way to be like a full out no questions asked adult person who's just doing this type of music you yeah know what i mean to where you're singing about stuff that like teenagers will not relate to you because you're an adult singing about adult stuff right you know what i mean right yeah. um and I, I think those are those are fascinating cases and some of that stuff's like some of my favorite music so well i think there's know. i think the the cool thing about this specific genre of music is that if you're if you're not giving way too many fucks about it it's pretty yeah. awesome in terms of like how wide it is you have mm. I, mean, I guess for, for lack of a better term like you have your ribeyes and potatoes bands sure. but you also have your yeah. candy bars 
Like, yeah. and who you doesn't love all of those at the right time? Yes, right, true, exactly. True. And so it's it, it's kind yeah. of like this weird buffet where you can you can go, you can derive as much meaning from it as you want, or you can just enjoy it as topically as you want. Yeah, yeah. And there's a place for all of it there. Okay, sitting by myself now. Um, sitting by myself, lonely in quarantine. Uh, recording an outro to this first part of our uh, Eleventy Life crossover episode pertaining to pop punk, and uh, I don't do this well by myself. We're putting a pin in it right there for this week. We spoke a long time with our uh, our new bud, and um, you're gonna hear more of it. You're gonna hear more next week. More pop, more punk, uh, more tickles, if you will. So far, I concur. I mean, so far. Yeah, we'll see you next week. For more shows like this one, visit rockcandyrecordings.com. Thank you for listening. DNN.